This is IELTS Facial Podcast Series, the official podcast from IFO Show, the one and only talk show in Vietnam about every IELTS. Hi, welcome back to the studio. And of course, we always have our IELTS experts here in the studio to tell you what exactly goes on inside an examiner's mind. And of course, to answer all of your questions, your burning IELTS questions, and in the studio today, we have once again Dan Rell. Hello, Phoebe. Nice to see you again. Yeah, thank you for coming. It's always been a pleasure to have you in the studio. Thank you. So to start off today, we have a question that's coming on our Facebook. So let's okay. check out the question, shall we? So the question is, guys, I have a problem trying basically to listen during the listening, the, the listening test. I get distracted all the time, and I can't really pick up the majority of the content. What should I do? So Dan, what should I do? Uh, the first thing to realize is you don't need to understand everything. Um, we're only trying to answer the questions. So to focus on what you need to listen to, it's important to, s to know what questions are being asked. So you always get at least 30 seconds to look at the questions before you listen. Mm -hmm. And during that time, you should try and preview the questions so you know what exactly you should focus on. Mm -hmm. um, and don't worry about understanding every word. It's not important. Mm -hmm. But really look at the questions before you listen. Are there any tips and tricks to, to do this in a better way? Because a lot of the times, you know, the, the vocabulary that's mentioned in the question, mm -hmm. and it's mentioned again in the, in the speaking exam, but mm -hmm. then, you know, they don't match. Mm -hmm. so, so what are some of the things that we can do to prepare ourselves for some of those tricks? During um, the, exam? The, the There are certain words in the questions that are more important than others. So mm -hmm. for example, if it's where did the man buy mm. the suitcase, then where would be a very important word. We're yes. listening for a location. Yes. Um, if it's uh, how, how much does the suitcase cost, then we're listening for a number. Mm -hmm. So I think you don't need to understand every word in the question, mm -hmm. but you do need to understand the, what are the key words that I really need to focus on. Mm -hmm. So we hope that answered a little bit of your questions. So if, you're, you know, if you, you don't have to pay attention to everything, um, do, you, do they have space to take notes? Yep, they, they're free to take notes on the paper mm -hmm. um, as, as much as they'd like. Mm -hmm. And after the exam, the papers are destroyed. So. Right. so guys, you don't have to remember everything. Of course, you have paper to take notes to take down the important points. And always read the questions before you start the listening exam. And that those are going to help you if you blank out or if you cannot pay attention to everything. So you're back with us. And of course, every time we start the section with the IELTS expert, we have our celebrity. Mm -hmm. um, this week, we have MC Tuhung. Okay. You met her once before. I do, yeah. And she's going to be talking about some of the careers she's done in the past. Oh, interesting question. It's quite interesting. Mm -hmm. So let's take a look, guys, at MC Tuhung and what she's done in the past as for a profession. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Uh, can you tell me your full name, please? Uh, my name is Tu Hung. Tu Hung, thank you. Okay, can I see your identification, please? Okay, that's fine. Uh, now, in this first part, I'd like to ask you some questions about yourself. Which other countries have you visited? Well, I have visited some Southeast Asia countries like Thailand, Singapore, Philippines, and Malaysia. Are there any countries you would like to visit and why? Korea. Why? I would like to visit Korea. Firstly, uh, 
maybe from because it it because of uh, Korean movies. Nowadays, many many people in Vietnam watch Korean movies, and it's romantic, and we could see nice people. And Korea is a nice country. And the second one is uh, I can speak a little bit Korean, and I have many Korean friends, and sometimes they send me nice pictures. And they told me many things about Korea, so I would like to be there someday to see it. The last one is a private reason. Uh, I really want to be there someday, so I think it would be there uh, when I can make the visa. Now I'm going to give you a topic, yeah. and I'd like you to speak about it for one to two minutes. You have one minute to prepare notes, if you wish. You can prepare notes using this. And here is your topic. And I will start from now, right? Start speaking now, please. So, uh, about a job that I have done before. It's about 10 years ago, I think, more than 10 years, when I was a student. I was a private tutor. It's uh, a job, a part-time job that many students choose to do because it helped me to earn money and I also can improve my skills, my knowledge. Yeah, uh, at that time I taught English for kids and also taught uh, English for adults who just start to study English and the other one is uh, I, t I taught Vietnamese for foreigners like you. The foreigners they said that uh, I have natural method to teach and it's really easy to make them understand and uh, I taught about for one or two years. I could earn money and I could buy my first motorbike in my life from that job. That's all. Okay. So we've been talking about jobs. I'd like to discuss with you a bit more about work and jobs that young people might do. First question I'd like to ask you is what advantages are there to young people working? There are some advantages of uh, young people force. Firstly, is about uh, their energy. They are young, of course, they have much energy. They are enthusiastic to uh, when they do their first job, uh, they, they have a strong eagerness to, uh, to, to learn from work and then they develop their career, their experiences. And the second one is about time. They have much time so they can try anything they think about and if they fail they can stand up and restart again. And that's what the, the older people they cannot do, I think so. What types of part-time work do young people do? There are many kinds of part-time work. Firstly, uh, many people choose to work in some shops, uh, in some department store. They sell clothes, they sell uh, cosmetics, they sell jewelry, many, many kinds of jobs like that. The second one is um, they do the work in some coffee shop. Uh, like or some bar, like a bartender, like waiter or waitress. And the third one is same like me before, do a, the, 
they can be a private tutor and teach uh, English, teaching math, teaching literature, every job, uh, every uh, subject to the children. Okay, thank you very much. This is the end of the speaking test. All right, what did you think about that performance? Yeah, very impressive. Of Nancy to whom the um, second time? The, the, there were some very difficult questions, I thought, but yes. she handled them very, very well. Yes. Um, and you probably noticed in part three, the questions were getting a little bit more and more challenging. And a lot of people who might be lower level candidates mm -hmm. would really struggle. But she, I think she dealt with those difficult questions very well. Mm -hmm. So do you think her performance this time was stronger or, or on the same par as her performance last time? I think her fluency and pronunciation were just as good as they were mm -hmm. last time. Her grammar, I think, was a little bit stronger. Mm -hmm. uh, I think her vocabulary was maybe a little bit weaker than last time. Weaker but overall, I'd say it was just as good as last time. Mm -hmm. So let's see what she thinks about her performance. All right, what do you think about your performance? Well, I think today I did better than before because um, maybe I'm more confident a little bit, but still be nervous. And um, one more thing is the topic today. Uh, I think I like it and I can enjoy it, and I just answer whatever I think. So how many points do you think you got? Mm, maybe higher score a little bit. Maybe no more six, but still be seven. So to whom, this is your second time doing this. Do you have any tips and experiences for our audience at home? After the second time today, I think I got some experience for myself and also for you, if you guys join the Dama IELTS and the speaking contest of IELTS, um, I think almost the topic that they choose for us are kind of uh, familiar, is quite close to our life. So um, I think the most important thing is don't be nervous like me, you know, and just pay, uh, just focus on the questions and you think about the truth, what you really think, what you really feel, and just answer it as what you think. Don't care about anything else, and especially don't look at the stopwatch. Don't care about that, and just uh, speak as fast as you can and answer fluently. Some great tips. Yeah, I think she could be the IELTS expert on the next episode. <laughs> yes. She could be sitting here. That's what I was thinking. She was saying basically the same things that I think you would probably say, right? Absolutely. You know, don't focus too much on the grammar. You know, just say whatever you need to say, and don't look at the watch. Be exactly. comfortable and just. Because the IELTS itself is really about speaking about life, talking about life. Exactly. It's a conversation. I mean, don't think of this as a test. It's a conversation with somebody. That's it. Mm -hmm. All right. What do you think is the approach to a bar chart? Uh, the thing about bar charts is you really need to do two things. Mm -hmm. So number one, you need to describe the trends. So if things are changing, you need to focus on that primarily. Mm -hmm. But the second thing, which a lot of people forget to do, is compare. So in a bar chart, there's always things you could compare. For example, you might compare categories, so males to females, who was higher, who was lower. Uh, you might compare time periods, so the beginning compared to the end. Um, but it's really important if you're looking for a seven or above to make some comparisons. Mm -hmm. And in a bar chart, it's very easy to make those comparisons. Really? What kind of difficulties might a person face with a bar chart? There, there's a lot of information mm -hmm. um, because, like I said, you're not only describing the changes and the trends, yes. but you're also looking at different categories. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of information to internalize before you start writing, mm -hmm. which is why it's very important to write some notes, maybe draw some pictures on the graph, um, because there's a lot of data to understand. How many descriptions do you think is appropriate? Um, 
Um, you, you need to cover all of the key features. So for example, if there are three categories, you need to cover all three. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of comparisons, I'd say at least two. Uh, but it's quite easy. You might say which one was the highest, yeah. which was the lowest, yeah. higher than, lower than, mm -hmm. etc. All right. So guys, don't ever forget to not only describe the trends, but also to compare. As natural human beings, of course, we always want to compare things against each other. So this also is basically honing in into that natural instinct. So compare and write down the trends. This is IELTS Facial Podcast Series, the official podcast from IFO Show, the one and only talk show in Vietnam about every IELTS 